Hi, it's Dave. So President Biden held a press conference today about electric cars, and he invited GM, Ford, and Stellantis CEOs. But on purpose, he left out Tesla and Elon Musk. And it's really strange. Actually, it's kind of trippy. I don't know if you've watched those episodes of The Twilight Zone, but I kind of grew up watching some of that stuff. And it's really like a weird episode from that. It's like an alternative version of reality that's played out, where Legacy Auto, the government and unions have done the impossible. They're moving the world to sustainable energy, pushing the limits of tech and innovation, and reinventing how things work and helping America beat China. And it adds a twist of a revisionist view of history as well, where the role of Tesla is completely erased and Elon Musk is nowhere to be seen. Anyways, I could go on and on on how silly and ridiculous all of this is, but I want to take a step back here. I want to share a few thoughts on the bigger picture. What's going on here and what does all of this mean? All right, first off, we got to understand that Biden has been pushing for a potentially game-changing EV tax credit. So in his speech today, he proposes a $7,500 electric vehicle tax credit. In addition to that, if it's made in the U.S., it'll get $2,500 more. And then if it's made with union workers, it'll get $2,500 on top of that. Now, we don't know if these exact sums and details are going to actually pass. But if they do, this is $12,500 right, per electric vehicle. It's amazing. It's huge. Previously, the U.S. government had a electric vehicle tax credit where you could get electric vehicle and get $7,500 in tax credit. But it was limited to 200,000 vehicles per manufacturer before tapering off and ending. And then it would become a disadvantage for those companies who used up their limit. However, this new proposal by Biden is not capped by manufacturer, at least not yet from the details we've seen. And it looks like GM, Ford, Stellantis CEOs, and their companies are looking at this as kind of like a lifeline, right? They're in a desperate situation where they need to compete with the likes of Tesla, right? And others in electric vehicles. And then you've got this whole autonomous driving trend and these companies are far behind. And so for GM, Ford, and Stellantis to get actually, you know, a $10,000 tax credit per vehicle, it will go to the customer but it reduces right the cost of the vehicle to the end customer this is going to be a real game changer it could actually help gm ford and stellantis actually make money producing electric cars right and it doesn't apply just to gm ford and stellantis actually a lot of automakers have plants in the u.s like daimler toyota honda almost all the big ones do so it'll apply to almost every single manufacturer out there now this in my opinion will lead to a huge push for electric cars across the board you're going to have ton of car factories switching over right to make electric cars and i think it's going to have a big role right in pushing things to electrification however i think actually the tax credit or incentive of like twelve thousand dollars or so i think that's just too high i'd rather um have a, t a more reasonable tax credit of three thousand dollars or so i think that would be enough but i guess these things aren't up to me all right the second kind of big takeaway from all this is I think the EV tax credit Biden is proposing and right GM, Ford, and Stellantis are getting behind will disproportionately actually impact and benefit Tesla. So here's what I mean. Tesla already has a challenge in ramping up production. They already got strong and robust demand. With the new, let's say $10,000 or so tax credit, demand will go completely through the roof. Imagine $10,000 off of every Tesla. I mean, Tesla, in my opinion, is already on the path to get, let's say, the standard range Model Y, probably under $40,000 after Austin ramps up. But imagine if you can take $10,000 off of that. That's a $30,000 Model Y standard range, which could have, let's say, 280 miles after Austin ramps up with 4680 cells. I mean, that is going to fly off the shelves. And because demand will be so high, 
they probably will have to mostly sell long range models, which will lead to extremely, extremely high margins. Now, a lot of this will depend on how long the tax credit is. For example, if it's just for a couple years, then that's like, doesn't have the biggest impact. But if this tax credit is for, let's say, five or six years, then this will be a huge, huge multi year run of record earnings for Tesla every single quarter, huge margins. And Tesla can sell literally every single car right, that they make and sell their higher end models. All right, in my opinion, I think this would be the ultimate catalyst, um, not just a short term catalyst, but really pushing, I think, Tesla to a whole new level over the course of five to six years. So when I think about things in today's events with those lenses, I'm not really that upset or riled up. I think it's actually a great thing that the government and the so-called big three from last century are trying to get behind sustainable energy and electric transport. I just hope that the tax credit will work out to be fair. In other words, that they won't discriminate against Tesla, which there could be a chance. You never know what will happen when you know people collude behind doors and somehow the tax credit might be somehow tilted somehow against Tesla. Now, I'm not sure how that happens, especially if they don't have a cap per manufacturer, but it's definitely something to look out for in coming months. The plan in Washington right now is to try to include the federal tax credit or incentives for electric vehicles in the budget reconciliation process, which requires a simple Senate and House majority. And the Democrats have that already. So the Congress should start discussing this stuff in earnest after it reconvenes in mid to late September. I hope this has been helpful. If it has, go ahead, like, and subscribe. All my videos can be found as an audio podcast. Just search for Dave Lee on investing in your favorite podcast player. I'm also on Twitter at HeyDave7. All right, we'll see you guys in my next video. Thanks.